If you're looking for the steps to success, then you're in the right place. My name is Courtney Steven, and this is the Come Up Podcast. Let's get it. Yes, 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 yes. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Courtney Steven, and this is the Come Up Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in. And the last time since I since I made a podcast, man, it's crazy because I'm I'm starting to see who you guys are. I'm starting I'm starting to meet more people and they're like, hey, Courtney, I listened to your podcast or I played your podcast the other day and I heard you say this, this and that. So, man, definitely always got to start with gratitude. I appreciate you guys. Shout out to everybody who gave me a shout out. You really motivated me to get back in here and, and put something down, man, because honestly, this helps me probably a lot more than it helps you, and I hope it helps you a lot. Um, sharing the the insights and experiences that I have, and the things that I'm taking in from the life and the world around me, man, it's a it's an exercise you should try. Maybe not doing a podcast, but at least you know taking the time to kind of analyze the things that you see and the and the the great events and the miracles and the things that are taking place around us because this this world you know there's a lot going on out there man honestly one of the best stories that I've heard all year you know last night a a favorite player of mine Derrick Rose if you watch basketball NBA this guy just wow Okay, this guy just amazed me. Like, if you know the Derrick Rose story, you're you're gonna understand why last night him having a career high fifty points in the absence of Jimmy Butler, who is technically the star of the Minnesota Timberwolves. But in in Jimmy Butler's absence, how Derrick Rose stepped up to have his career high fifty points, and not just having fifty points, but the fashion in which he finished that game to seal the win at home. It was nothing short of heroic, man. You had people like Dwayne Wade. You had people like LeBron James. Man, I, I was looking on 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 Instagram on some of the highlights, and I'm talking about celebrities were coming out of the woodwork talking about, man, this is inspiring. I, I feel like I even saw Halle Berry comment on that, like, damn, this is so real. Like, the man's story is powerful. And there's a lot of nuggets in there that we can all take. There's things that we can learn from this man, because I promise you, there's not too many people who are as mentally tough as the kid D Rose. Now, if you're not a big basketball fan, let me backtrack before I get into the nitty gritty of how it all went down on that that Halloween night, 2018, when the man Derrick Rose had his career high. Let's let's go back to 2008, 2009. Enter rookie season Derrick Rose all right this is one of the most explosive athletes that you've ever seen play basketball all right he was the rookie of the year when he came on the scene averaging 25 points a game and just really highlight plays everywhere now he he plays point guard generally one of the smaller people on the court I know we're talking about basketball here so in real life he's probably taller than most of us but let's talk about basketball he's one of the smaller guys on the court but his diminutive stature never seemed to hamper his effectiveness. As a matter of fact, it actually made the things that he did that much more exciting. I'm talking about a guy who could go coast to coast in the blink of an eye and wouldn't just finish with finesse. Sometimes he would rise up with two hands and throw the ball down. Boom. Like 
with emphasis. Watching Derrick Rose was like the 4th of July in, in the USA when the fireworks are going off, like Canada Day up here, I guess. But he's an American, so it was like 4th of July. Every time he played, like fireworks were sure to go off. And I mean, Chicago was a powerhouse back then. It was like him, Joakim Noah. Uh, I mean, there were some other guys. They're not important to the story right now. But the fact of the matter is, but they were a real contender and he was the head he was the head playing in his hometown from Chicago, playing in Chicago, just really, you know, putting the league on fire. So how the story goes, he's killing it. And then 2010 and 2011, he actually became the MVP of the league. And if I'm not mistaken, he was the youngest person to win the NBA MVP award at that time. So we're talking about somebody who is really the cream of the crop and recognized among his peers as one of the elite unanimously. All right. This is a guy who touches the ball on every play. He's the point guard. He's putting on a show night in and night out, just explosive, right? Known for his athleticism. So in the 2012 season, 2011, 2012, they go to the playoffs. All right. And I think it was like the first game of the playoffs, Something like that. You know, everybody in Chicago's big basketball city. They're excited to watch this go down. And my man D Rose slashes through the lane. Boom. Everybody gasps. D Rose is laying on the ground, holding his knee. What's going on? Torn ACL. Now, I know the torn ACL all too well because this is something I've experienced. I guarantee that some of y'all listening have had the same injury. But for an athlete, those three letters, they can haunt you. That's like the injury of all injuries, even if it's not actually the longest injury to come back from or if it's not the most painful injury. I mean, definitely not to make light of it. It's it's a it's a road to recovery for sure. You're going to be out for at least a year um, and, and you have to really teach yourself how to do the things that you used to do as an athlete and being somebody who was known for his speed, explosiveness, his his change of direction skills, the suddenness of his movements. Having your knee blow out is like a big shot to your game, right? So 2012 playoffs, pretty much a write-off. 2012-2013 season is pretty much a write-off. He's out for that whole year, but manages to come back at the end of the season, late in 2013, that next year, and play for 10 games, all right? Now, after 10 games, believe it or not, guess what happens? Boom meniscus now so he has another tear in his knee and it's like he just came back from this long grueling process of you know rehabbing building back the muscles in his legs teaching himself how to walk then run learning how to jump trying to gain back a some semblance of the athleticism that once gave him such notoriety and then right away he shot back down again okay so from there he bounces around the NBA to a couple teams, you know, storylines start coming around like, is D Rose going to retire? He's a shadow of himself. He's not the guy we used, we're used to seeing, you know, he plays here, there and everywhere. He went, he went to a few different teams and really couldn't find his spot. And, and I mean, I mean, I feel like there was even a time when he went MIA and like the team was looking for him. I think he was playing for like New York. The team was like looking for him, couldn't find him. He like flew home and was just like, you know, I'm done with basketball for now. Like call me in a minute. But there's a lot of stuff going on, right? Because this guy went from the top of the top of the highest mountaintop, like young, like a young leader 
of this elite group of, I don't even know, there's probably like 250 guys in the NBA, right? Like maybe 350 guys in the NBA. These are world-class athletes, and he was at the top of that. And then now he's he's struggling to find his way, and that could do a lot to your mindset because the things that people on the outside are saying about you might start to permeate and get inside of your head, and you might even start to believe them like, he doesn't have it anymore. He lost a step. Like, he's not good enough. He can't fit in. He's not supposed to be here. Like, this is the message that was pretty overwhelmingly consistent through the reporters, the media, and and the, I don't know what you would call them, the people who have opinions, right? Because that's what sports is. It's just a, a, a venue for us to, you know, debate back and forth, talk about who is the best of all time, analyze the stats and and really throw in our two cents. But the thing was that going through all of these trials, going through all of these rock bottom moments, the things that people were saying to describe D Rose were like, he's not good enough. He can't cut it. He is not who we thought he was. He's done. He doesn't belong here. So last night, on Halloween, when, you know, the story circles around and there's a whole lot, you can go back and look at it, but this is, this is not, this is not, you know, to really go through his whole life story, but to get to the point, he finds his way onto the Minnesota Timberwolves, a young upcoming team with a lot of, a lot of guys around him who are very talented and athletic, and he's got to find his role. You know, at one point in time, he's coming off the bench in the absence of Jimmy Butler. Now they're looking for someone to be the hero. Because there's a lot of guys, but many of them, like I'm saying, are young, not as experienced. So, you know, 10 years into his career, what what a better time could you ask for to have the performance of your life? So they're playing at home against the Jazz. They're in Minnesota, all right? Long story short, the game's going on. It's a close game. And as the fourth quarter's winding down, there's about one minute left to go. All right, so I think there was like 30, 40 seconds left in the game. It's like 120, 122 to 123 or something like that. But more or less, D. Rose gets the ball, does a little up and under fake, boom, hits a layup, and that gives Minnesota the lead by one. All right, the Jazz get the ball, go down the court, get fouled, go one for two at the foul line, so they tie the game back up. So, Less than a minute now, all of this is happening. Minnesota gets the ball, go back up the floor. D. Rose has it, pulls up from mid-range, boom, knocks it down, clutch. We're talking about all of this underneath a minute now. He's hitting a, a mid-range jumper, boom, put them, break the tie, put them back up by two. So now Minnesota's up by two. The Jazz get the ball, go back down the floor. Um, they don't hit the bucket, but they get fouled. So they shoot one foul shot. Now... Minnesota's only up by one. Go back down the floor. Carl Anthony Towns, a Minnesota player, gets fouled. He hits one foul shot. Boom. And then the Jazz get the ball, come out on the floor, get a dunk, tie game. So now the ball's in D. Rose's hands. Dribble, dribble, dribble. He gets fouled, goes to the foul line with 13 seconds left in the game and knocks down his shots. Boom, boom, clutch. Clutch free throw shooting. The shots that you practice thousands of times. The shots that you practice thousands of times on those invisible mornings when nobody's watching and the stands are empty. He hit those two shots. Boom, boom. 
that brought his total up to 50. All right. So now they're up. They're up by three points. All right. I think it's 128 to 125. The Jazz get the ball, go down the floor. They get they get a shot up, miss, get a rebound, try to put that shot up. And guess who's there to play defense? They go to shoot the three pointer to tie the game up and D Rose blocks it. So not only is he performing on the offensive end, creating his own shots, and then getting to the foul line, finishing in clutch mode in the crunch time, then he's going back down on the defensive end and finishing it. This man was clearly in the flow state. He was feeling it. There was no way that he was conscious. He was just playing, flowing. The years of training were paying off. Every visualization, every positive thought, every you know, success mantra, motivational video, they were all pouring out of him at that moment. It was his moment. And at the end of the game, when the Minnesota Timberwolves won that game, D Rose was overwhelmed with emotions and he was crying. And the reporter asked him, she's like, explain what you're feeling right now. And he said, it hasn't even hit me. But I just I just worked my ass off. And he just started crying. Now, do you think that every time someone scores 50 points, they break down in tears? No. Because more often than not, like this is the main lesson here. More often than not, the destination that you get to is not even what's the most important thing. But the journey, the path that you travel the perseverance that you have to exhibit, the losses that you have to endure, the comeback, the the work, the grind, the things that are not seen, the hate you got to go through, like the doubts. You might even question yourself. You hear so many doubts, you might even begin to question yourself. Like, is it true? But LeBron James said it best when they asked him, a superhero is still a superhero even when they get knocked down. And what that man D. Rose did was nothing short of heroic. I'm telling you, people everywhere rose up and applauded this man because they saw the journey. He had every excuse in the book why he could have possibly laid it down, quit, walked away. You know, he had the accolades. He did a lot. He accomplished a lot. And he ran into some very serious adversity. Nobody would have faulted him for packing it up and leaving. But there was something inside of him, a deeper conviction that no one could see. He had a belief that no one else had. And and he let that perseverance be what led him to the moment where he could show the world like I'm still here. And matter of fact, I'm better than ever. All right. So I I encourage you to go look at those highlights. You, You might be impressed. But then after the highlights, go listen to what people had to say about this man. The reason why you're going through what you're going through right now is so that you can inspire somebody else. Now, that might sound like, who cares? Like, I'm trying to get through this. Like, I need to get through this because right now this sucks. I'm telling you, I've been there. And, And more often than not, the person who's closest to you is going through something that you don't even know about. So by doing something that's heroic in your own right. You know, you don't have to drop 50 points, but I'm saying persevering through an experience that other people would rather walk away from. That is heroic. And the people who can watch you do that from close or from afar, you don't have to even talk about it. But them seeing it is going to allow them to get through what they're dealing with. So remember, 
it's not about how high you jump, how athletic you are, how talented are, how talented you are. It's about your grit, your determination, your ability to shrug it off and keep moving, your ability to never lose focus even in a loss, and your ability to find a way. Just get it done somehow. Channel it. If you're going to go through the struggle, at least get something out of it. The perseverance right there, that is priceless. And my man D. Rose, we could learn a lot from him. So I know D. Rose jerseys are booming in sales right now, late 2018. I'm not necessarily going to buy one, but if I was a jersey wearing kind of guy, I'd go pick one up right now. That guy, definitely going to be one of my favorite players for a long, long time because of not only his skills, but because of what he stands for. And how he epitomizes the very thing about sports that make us all tune in and watch the players play. Heroic. What is a scenario in your life that you need to step up to the plate and be heroic? Where do you need to persevere? Where can you draw energy from and motivation from so that you can get through that thing? Now, you might be you might be cruising. You might be living good. But life is ups and downs, baby. I'm telling you, it's not always going to be glory. Sometimes it's going to be some struggles and just know when you get there, it's all right. It don't last forever. Push through that. Push through that. Make it happen. And somebody else is going to see you and they're going to be better off for it. So that's my time for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed the D Rose story. This is your boy, Courtney. Shout out to the boy, Jimmy, for real. Making this thing happen behind the scenes. I appreciate y'all for listening in. Please, I encourage you, write me on Twitter if you got something to say, at the C Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. And uh, let me know, guys. I'm here. I'm wishing you the best. Keep chasing those dreams. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Come Up Podcast. Now, we made it. We're here. We're at the end. That means you were either too lazy to turn this thing off or you actually got something valuable out of this episode. So... That being the case, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Whether you're on Stitcher, Google Play, or iTunes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. When you do your thing, that helps us do our thing. We could just keep this whole thing rolling. So, the C. Stevens signing off. For me, Jimmy, and the rest of Team TCU, keep grinding. We'll see you guys next time.